entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater. And good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. We're having a revival meeting, I think, in studio right now. <laughs> Sing <Hallelujah>. away. <laughs> anyway, I'm Sherry Marcucci, the Marketing and Public Relations Officer at our glorious Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut. If you're listening online, um, uh, just so you know what part of the world uh, we're talking about. And with me today is our ebullient, gregarious, <laughs> visionary. Oh, boy, am I kissing? <laughs> Enough yeah, of the exa- ring here. Exactly. <laughs> Keep going. You got plenty. You got time. <laughs> Our CEO of the Palace Theater, Frank Tavera. Good sure. Morning. Oh, good morning. It's great to be here. Great, great that you invited me to join you today. <laughs> well, I figure yeah. once in a while, yeah, I better while. if I want to keep my job. That's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> but anyway, as those of you who have been listening to WATR this morning, uh, you know that Frank and I have already been in studio, and we are uh, continuing our little party here this morning with your palace, your place. Have lots going on today. I want to um, once again congratulate the winner of the. The promotion we just concluded and drew a winner on Tom's show about 10 minutes ago. Uh, Karen Calabrese was the winner of Tom's Favorite Things promotion. And she was so excited. It was great. She phoned right in. She must have been listening in for the um, for the announcement. Um, she phoned right in. She couldn't have been more excited. She hasn't been to the theater in, what? Well, maybe I'm going to say over 20 years at this point. Last time she was there to see a movie. Um, so it's great to have her back. Great prize. Four tickets. Dinner at Diorio's. Perfect e- dinner and a show. Couldn't be happier for her. And Diorio's is one of our Entrees and Encores partners Absolutely. I wanted to just um, bring out. And we are so excited always to work with our partners. Thank you to Sarah Izzio over at Diorio's for agreeing to participate in this promotion. We really appreciate that. And I know that, Karen, you are going to have a fabulous night out this Tuesday evening. So congratulations again. We have a a studio full of people right now, um, which we'll introduce in a minute. But I just wanted to um, give a little uh, recap of what we're going to do this morning and who's got on the show. We have uh, Shakespeareans with us, and we're going to talk all about what's going on there, some really exciting things some local celebrities that are in their upcoming production. And uh, then we have an interview with one of the people who, with some local Connecticut ties who's in the cast of Sound of Music, which is opening Tuesday night. It could, uh, let me tell you, this is, we couldn't be more excited about it. Opening on Tuesday is here for a week, so there's plenty of time for people to come see the show early in the week or the weekend from Tuesday through Sunday. Eight performances. We have an am- amazing cast. And the local connections, I know that um, the um, interview we're going to have shortly has a local connection, but even the lead, I believe, has a local connection the as lead well. That, yes, and we will Maria, talk about yeah. that, the, the young woman who plays Maria. Yeah, she. well, we could talk about it now. Should we? Um, okay, yeah, why not? <laughs> No, I mean, her name is Maria Maltby. And for those of you who are theater files, you will recognize that last name because Maria's dad is actually Richard uh, Maltby. Yeah, Richard Maltby is a Tony winner. He's a writer, lyricist, and, you know, royalty within the theatrical uh, uh, stratosphere, if you will. And Maria is his daughter who is actually making her national touring debut with this production. But. 
Frank, you had some interaction with a relative of hers. Yeah, it was point. it was a weirdest coincidence. Um, I was um, out to dinner um, at a restaurant, ran into someone who knew um, who we, we started talking because you know I'll talk to anyone. Uh, <laughs> for those of you in Even the room, if they're not breathing, yeah, sometimes exactly, it doesn't exactly. matter. Um, so we're sitting there. We um, we struck up a conversation. I mentioned the fact that I was at the Palace Theater, and he said, "Oh, my, um, you know, my father's in the theater business." And he mentioned his name, and he said, "Oh, Richard Mulpey." And my uncle, I'm sorry, said, um, "His name is Richard Mulpey." I said, "Oh." Richard Mulpey, and the name rang a bell because he was the one who directed, produced, and um, basically wrote Big, the musical, the Tom Hanks uh, movie um, that turned into a musical um, 20 some odd years ago. Um, and it was the same year that Rent went out on the road. Um, actually, I should say Rent was um, launched on Broadway. So they were both competing for Tony Awards um, at that point. Um, Congratulations to Rent. They won the Tony Award, but uh, um, unfortunately, Big did not. But Big was a great production. And when I was in Hartford, um, we actually presented the show um, Big as well. So the name Richard Malpey made a connection. He said, oh, my, you know, my, uh, my cousin is going to be in the production um, of Sound going on um, tour. He sent me an email to follow up with it because she had just got recently cast. To yes. it. So great connection. Um, they're bringing family and friends in from the Connecticut area. They live out in the in the Litchfield Area and the Wood um, Woodbridge, no Woodbury area, up mm-hmm. that way. Yes. Um, so they're bringing family and friends to come see the opening of the show. So nice local connection is going to be nice to be able to celebrate her kind of debut um, with uh, of Sound of Music here at the Palace Theater in downtown Waterbury. Exciting and and, and it's so exciting. There's you know the theater world is very very small and oh and and when we talk to um, our our friend here from Shakespearean shortly, Jeff Latham, um, we know that some of the people that have come through on tours. Have worked for Shakespearean, so I mean, the, it's just an interesting community and in how people are interconnected. I love that Ab- absolutely, and 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 they're so. I mean, and they travel worldwide, internationally. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see where people get their roots, where they get their start from. And many of these performers started, you know, in high school in community theater in local communities, and so they've touched them. And now you look at them; they're you know doing um, national tours, international productions. It's exciting to see and um, to be able to greet them. In our beautiful venue, I think that's even more exciting. That is very exciting. And it and just goes to show, I think, that um, the value of the arts in in not only someone's life, because what a difference it can really make. It can be a spark in a young person's life um, to uh, totally just open a whole career path or um, find something about themselves that they never knew existed and, and then to have it develop into a lifelong um, career passion and, and what it brings to all of us. So it's exciting what we do and, uh, and, and important what we do. Yeah. I think that's the key message. And so I think without further ado, we should... We should. We're a little. Yeah, we should in- introduce our guests they've been, for this. They've been morning. waiting here, and some of them brought treats. So I think they deserve. Some of them they, they deserve treats, to be yeah. um, so introduced. I think- well, the first one I want to introduce, of course, as uh, I've already mentioned, is Jeff Latham from Shakespeareans. Jeff, good morning, and you—you you and Anne can get cozy there and scoot together. And uh, there you go. All right, we got it all straightened out now. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for being with us again. You've been on the show uh, a few times before, Jeff, and so is Emily. And um, we're just very always happy to have you here to support our local arts community. Things going on, right? Right here in, in Waterbury and and um, beyond because you're although you're based here you're you're all over the place we're all over the place four so states yeah tell <laughs> tell the listeners in a nutshell a little bit about Shakespeareans for those who might not have heard of you which I can't imagine but 
These things happen. <laughs> Shakespeareans Productions is a um, is a Waterbury, Waterbury-based uh, theater company, all professional, and uh, we. Do, we tour to four states, uh, mostly with our school productions. So we're in uh, 200 schools this year, 200 plus, um, and pretty much every day of the 180 days of the school year, we're working on some school and some show and some production. Um, most of them are literature based. Uh, we, as I said, we tour right from right from Waterbury, and then in the summertime, we're doing um, certain uh, Shakespeare productions in the in the you know your traditional outdoor summer Shakespeare and. Um, Throughout the year, we'll do an event or two. Uh, we had a, we have a great program uh, f- for children and community members that uh, in in the holidays, and of course, we've been on WATR a number of times to talk about that. Um, but this the, this one we're talking about today is is right in your own. Uh, it's not even your backyard. It's right in your house. It's right in our house. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, I just want to t- touch on though when we we were talking earlier just a few seconds ago about you know the art sparking a young person. That's what you do. You're bringing the arts live right to them and I'm sure that during that interaction, during that process, you have had young people come up to you and say, oh my gosh, I want to do what you do. Or well, We've seen that every day. Um, <laughs> we, we have had a student uh, at the Waterbury Arts Magnet School from Naugatuck, uh, Sean Lounsbury, who uh, he was one of our, ki- our kids at WAMS uh, when we collaborate with WAMS on, on Shakespeare programs. Um, he took our acting classes. He interned uh, at Shakespeare in Library Park and uh, went away, got his acting degree, and came back to us and worked for a couple of years. Oh, uh, so we've story. we've seen we've seen students come through uh, and get paid to be actors, and we've seen students uh, come through and get paid to be you know development associates and and all sorts of things. So that you know everybody you can grab onto theater from a number of different directions, uh, That's as so true. I did, as a matter of fact. And, and people don't always n- necessarily um, think in that big picture. Oh, absolutely. I think that what we do, and um, and Shakespeareans does an amazing job um, working with young kids, and then in the palace um, too has a connection with the um, with Waterbury Arts Magnus School um, as well. And so finding those connections, whether it be on the performance side, whether it be on the technical side, or the management side, I think honing that and letting people know that there is an opportunity. You just don't need to be a performer to get in the arts. I was an economics major, people, and and I'm funny, but uh, <laughs> but I'm not, but I'm but I'm not, uh, but I'm not a performer and humble. <laughs> um, so I, I so I think it's amazing for what you do and the, all the lives that you got touch, um, and especially when you look at. The world right now with a decrease in funding for the arts, for arts and education. I mean, the programs that Shakespeareans provides, I mean, I think without that, many schools would be suffering from even lack of sources. And I, um, so you guys should be commended for um, the work that you do and the lives that you touch um, at the young age that hopefully develops them into people like you and I, Jeff. Go figure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Run, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, the arts impact is, is huge. I mean, nobody knows that Shakespeareans uh, employs 25 artists a year. Um, to get paid to do what they study. Um, and, you know, some of them are artists. Some of them are you know, the kid working on the on the next marketing campaign. And, and you know. all that spills over into the general um, quality of life, the uh, economic vitality of an, of an area, of a geographic area, because these people who are working in the arts are spending dollars on other things. So it's a ripple effect, and it, it does so many, so many things, and it's so important. And right now, as we're in um, the legislative process, yeah. it's very important for people to just get that connection and understand 
understand why. Think of think of the world without any of the art you consume over TV, live theater, radio, um, in a museum, in a concert hall. Think of life without those things. What a boring yeah. life Terrible. it would be. So anyway, but you're here today, and I don't want to ignore our other guests. You're here today, all of you in studio, um, to talk about Shakespeare's upcoming fundraiser that is now in its, what, sixth, seventh year? Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, let's make count. it up as we go, Jeff. Come yes. on. <laughs> you but know it's, what? It's the sixth. We're just going to say it and make it so. But we're I, into I alternative love, facts these days. <laughs> I love what this, this, this event is called Sweets for the Sweet. And as I read the information you sent over to me, duh, I never made the connection before, that not only is that part of the evening's what you're going to consume, and we'll talk about that with one of the guests in particular, but... It's a quote from a Shakespeare. It's play. a quote from. It's a quote from Hamlet. Yeah, um, I, I just did it. I don't know why. It didn't never. So I said, "How clever! Who came up with that idea?" And Frank, was, this wasn't your idea. Thank <laughs> <laughs> who know, God. Who knows what happens when we have our production meetings? Sometimes they can be three or four hours because we go off on some tangent. Oh, some you do that too. Madness. Yeah. Um, some some of them can be a dirge, yeah, but yeah. every once in a while, a spark lights, and you know, there goes the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, sweets to the sweet was a, was a brainchild of ours because it's, we, we figured let's let's go back to how we started the company. We go in. We started the company with an original workshop for middle school students where we get the students to uh, shed their skepticism and come up in front of their classroom uh, and perform Shakespeare with professional actors uh, because William Shakespeare wrote that stuff to be performed anyway. Yep. So get up on your feet. Let's let's do it together. Um, um, and that was the the foundation of the sh- of Shakespeareans. There's 65 middle and high schools in uh, Connecticut alone that uh, make us part of the annual curriculum through that program. Um, so we decided to do that as an annual fundraiser with local dignitaries. Hey, if we can get some middle school students to do it, you know, some yeah. some, some type A executives from around the, the the community ought to be ought to be a shoe in. Uh, and it, it's turned out to be true. And Frank, uh, don't uh, diminish your performance. Um, Experience because you did knock Hamlet out of the park. Do you think I would ever diminish my performance? <laughs> Come on. I killed it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What have I brought here? <laughs> I've, I've heard guys, um, CEOs from major organizations, uh, performing their lines years later at the YMCA while working out. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah. It's, well, it definitely is a feather in someone's cap to be asked. And by the way, I've never been asked, but anyway, besides <laughs> that, anyway, Jeff. So, so, so this year you have um, some of the cast here, and and your your dignitaries this year, your local celebrities, and right here sitting next to Frank is um, one of our. Um, uh, just staff side of the cast, I guess, is Anne Miriam Feinberg, who is, um, many of you know Anne's fine work um, through the Connecticut Community Foundation, and uh, you've been such a supporter of so many nonprofit organizations, Anne. So thanks for being here this morning. Uh, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, how, I want to know how you got talked into this. <laughs> Uh, I went last year. That was my big mistake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I said, wow, this would be fun. And Jeff said, would you and my husband, Michael, do mm-hmm. it this year? And I'm like, well, I am. I'm, 
I'm kind of like Frank. <laughs> I am just happy to be standing in front of anybody, talking to anybody at any point. Um, that's when we get along. That's right. <laughs> but I wasn't sure how Michael would feel, and he immediately said yes. And um, so we run around our house, uh, you know, being the king and queen of the fairies. <laughs> <laughs> Leaping and, yes, and doing yes, all that yes, fun yes. stuff. And I have to say, um, your husband, Dr. Michael Feinberg, he's my doctor, actually, and <laughs> I can't wait to see this. <laughs> what a great, what a great um, idea, Jeff. Did you purposely invite people who are couples or or not couples like in husband and wife but who go together in some way because we decided that this year was going to be a family affair okay um, okay we, we've uh, had different themes over the years we've had song we've had um we've had the, the love scenes we've had um po- political scenes uh as, as the themes for the evening but this time we decided um we had a couple of a uh, couple of people in mind that had also ex- extremely notable uh, spouses sons fathers-in-law what have you um so we decided to yeah to make it a family affair okay. this year and it's, now, it's working you, out great all right well and and i'm going to introduce uh our next guest just want to say for those just tuning in or just uh wondering what are you talking about it's an event because we're having so much fun here um it's an event that is a fundraiser for our local organization called shakespeareans and uh and it's about six year now but it's march 25th it's a Saturday evening, and it takes place... You can believe this, at right at the Palace Theater in our Polite Club. I heard that place is beautiful. <laughs> I, I heard it's your place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's your place. Your, I have a song if you want me to sing it. <laughs> so anyway, now I'd, I'd like to welcome into the fold here, um, who's been very patiently waiting, and uh, we're go- actually we're going to take a quick break. So I'm going to introduce you, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more. But um, welcome Carmen Romeo from Fascist Chocolates. He's the president of the company. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and he's going to be performing. And I found this out by walking through Costco and running into your mother and father-in-law. <laughs> and John told me, "Oh, hi! I'm going to be in the Shakespearean production." He was so excited. Yeah. So um, when we come back after our break, we're going to talk more about that. Great. Okay. Thanks. Stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. <laughs> oh my goodness! We just have um, a lot of a lot of um, ham in the studio this morning. <laughs> it's it's, it's a Friday during Lent. You can't have Oh, oh. <laughs> well, you better start praying then. Uh, so. We're back. <laughs> we are back to your palace, your place. And in studio this morning, we have our guests that are talking about the upcoming fundraiser for Shakespeareans Productions called Sweets for the Sweets. And we just introduced before the break one of the actors that's going to, uh, one of the local celebrities who's going to be an actor in the production. We have Carmen Romeo from Fascias. And Carmen, during the break, he had passed out before the show started, and I, I didn't really pay too much attention. But sitting on my little uh, portfolio here is this lovely square of chocolate, milk chocolate. And on it, it says Shakespeareans, sweets, 
sweets for the sweet. And I thought, oh, isn't that a lovely gesture? So this part of, is this what people who attend the event are going to receive? I think we'll have some of these bars here. We've been uh, at Shakespeare's Sweets to the Sweet for several years as a sweet provider. Uh-huh. So I've been there for, I think, all the years that it's been produced. And I've been standing there handing out chocolate and watching all the wonderful performances. And we did these bars a few years ago uh, as a as a fundraiser. I think we did it as a raffle thing, right? Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah. So we, uh, we'll, we'll break them out again. We'll have a lot of other chocolates there being handed out. I don't get to hand them out this year, though, because oh. I'm going to be in costume. You're going to be in a toga or something? Yeah, yeah. Why? Ooh, I get a sword and a, and, a, and a crown. I'm very happy to be playing Henry V. So. Oh, yeah. wow. You know, Anne, the, the key to talking these people into it is giving them a sidearm, usually. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Swords, daggers, you know. I had, I had a sword. Boots. Um, I had a crown, and I also had tights. So it was, it was bonus, oh. bonus for No tights for me. <laughs> I don't have a sword. No sword. You, you, but you I have a crown. Yeah, I have a crown, and I have a long, flowing oh. uh, train behind me that I am trying very hard not to trip, trip over. <laughs> well, I can imagine. This is, sounds like it's going to be hilarious. I mean, if you're coming in to see, um, it's, I'm sure it's done tongue-in-cheek. Sometimes it's not the comedies that are hilarious. Yeah. Yes, no, it, it depends on the performance and the, and the performer. Um, but th- there have been some hilarious people going up on lines. And <laughs> last year, I believe there was one person who worked really hard on her line, and um, she had a bunch of hams just skip right over it. Oh, uh-uh. yeah, that must be tough for this one who's you get the serious actor who really takes it to heart, and then you get somebody like Frank Tavera next. <laughs> Remember. I said I killed it, uh, but, but I think the I think the most amazing, the best part of it, honestly, be, yeah, but the sword. The best part for me, and I, I'm hoping, and Anne and Carmen, are asking and wondering the same. The rehearsal process for me was actually more fun than anything because you, Emily's amazing at the way she directs and kind of catches you on what you know. I talk fast. I don't know if anybody noticed that. And she's like, okay, you gotta slow it down. But do, how have you found the rehearsal process and that whole piece of it, and it coming together? I mean, have you? Good experience. If it's a bad experience, don't say it on the air. So, <laughs> well, we, we have uh, Michael and I have had two rehearsals, and each of them funnier than the, the first. Uh, and it has been. It is really. Emily said she thought we'd be easy, <laughs> and then she just kept shaking her head. Uh, it's 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 great fun. We have one more rehearsal before um, the big night, mm-hmm. um, and. I can't wait. I don't think Carmen have It's all about reigning in the fine birds. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. You never want know what's gonna happen when you invite people yeah. to do these things. Yeah. Well in our case, rehearsal has still got to come together. We've only had one, and that was with my father in law and I down at Shakespeare's. But what has happened in our little scene is it's expanded. Uh, my daughter, eighteen year old daughter, and my wife are both going to be oh, in the scene. Oh, that's great. And uh, it, it evolved because when I, Jeff first asked, gee, would you consider this? And would your father-in-law consider it? I said, whoa, i got to ask him. You know, he's 81 years old now, and uh, I didn't know whether he would be into it or not. And he said, but we want a family. I said, well, I have a daughter who's acted in high school plays, so, you know, we'll, uh, I'll use her as a backup. So I did ask her if she wanted to be part of it. Well, um, what happened was when my father-in-law said yes, and he was enthusiastic about it, my daughter was a little disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> so the folks at Shakespeare, Emily and Jeff, said, you know, we might actually want to write her into a scene. So they did. And and um, there was one other part where I had to kiss Kate, the uh, the daughter of the King of France, who my father-in-law is playing. And um, 
they asked if my wife would be part of it, and she said, absolutely no way. Actually, <laughs> That's usually said, no. the first answer people say, absolutely no. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Well, the scene turned out, the way they wrote it, uh, where it's just a pretty silent part. She sits there, and she acts, and she doesn't speak English like Henry V does. So uh, it is a family affair. We've got to get my daughter after school and my father-in-law, so we've got a couple rehearsals coming up with the full ensemble. So we haven't yet gotten the full experience yet. We've got three weeks to go. So. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> plenty, plenty of time. It'll no all come problem. together. In theater terms, that's like... Exactly. <laughs> anyway, and we've referenced um, a woman here. Uh, we've mentioned Emily. Emily is Emily Matina. We should uh, give her a little shout out. Who is your... Uh, Speaking of family affairs, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> and she is your... Why we didn't come up with this earlier, I'm not really sure. It took us six annual years of Sweets to oh the Sweet to, to come up with that. <laughs> the producers. We've got the producers in studio yeah. here this morning. But Emily is the founder and creative and artistic director for Shakespearean. So um, Emily's work is well known. Um, She's directed more than half of the Shakespeare canon at this point. Wow. Wow. Most, well, most of them more impressive. than once. So, so I wanted to make sure we gave her uh, her due. She gets a were. shout out. Um, and I, well, I think, uh, you know, just letting everybody know, the event takes place on March 25th. It does take place at the uh, Palace Theater and our Polite Club, right? It does. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, because I know there's movement around. Um, I mean, besides a great entertainment and besides getting to watch the local celebrities perform, there's food, there's drink. It's a great kind of social evening as well. There's, there's, there's auctions and ra- raffles, and there's, there's always something else going on. Just, just when you think you know what's going yeah. on, the scene ends and you're... You're eating chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and who else? Who? What other vendors do you have that you might want to acknowledge during our segment before we wrap up? And let I was afraid you'd ask me tickets. that, so I so I called it up so I wouldn't forget anybody. Go. We've got we've got Sweet Maria's, uh, who Love. like Fasha's, have uh, been with us since the beginning. Uh, also, Brooklyn Bakery, Savor Cookies, Highland mm-hmm. Brass Company, and of course, Fasha's. Yeah. Ah, so it sounds like just a delicious yeah, exactly. evening. It sounds a like sweet for the sweet delight. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. And you can you can participate in it by uh, getting your tickets at Shakespeareans.org, um, which is our brand new website. Uh, we just re- revised it. And uh, also by calling our phone number, which is 203-754-2531. That's All great. right. Well, it's a, sounds like it's going to be a wonderful evening. And um, I want to thank Anne Miriam Feinberg and Carmen Romeo from Fasha's. And Jeff, you're always delightful, of we course. We want to thank our friends at the palace. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> it's just yeah. a love fest yeah, exactly. here. It's like Midsummer Night's yeah, Dream. Okay. Are and, we going to um, sing again? No, we're not. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. So that's Sweets for the Sweet, March 25th. It's a great time, a great evening out. You're going, oh, and I want to mention the cast of Notables, the other people in the cast, before we, um, because that's important, because you're going to hear some names you might say, oh, I got to see him in action or her. The Honorable Maurice B. and Sean Mosley from Granville Academy and Crosby High School. Abby and Lauren Elias. Um, Lauren is the principal of WAMS, the Arts Magnet School here in Waterbury. Carmen and John Fasha. We've already mentioned Stacy Perone. Hedda, who is um, just one of uh, the loveliest people, a wonderful songstress and a former shootad of Tom Schutz and a uh, vocal coach, and Robin Sills, the lovely Robin Sills from St. Mary's Speaking Hospital. Speaking of reining people in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to give everybody their little moment, and um, so if you know any of them and want to see them. I want, to, I want to break some news. Stacy Perone Petta has joined the Foster's team. She's now our chocolate ambassador. So this you oh heard it here right God. first. It's the coolest thing ever. It wow. really is a family affair. 
affair. Wonderful, wonderful. But Sherry wants to know why she wasn't. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> so Damn. there's the breaking news. Just this week, Stacey Ooh, I is just now, now on board at Fox's Chocolates as Chocolate Ambassador. So anyway, you get, you get to retain so, the title of consumer, I guess. Sherry. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's I'll, I'll take that title. Anyway, we want to thank you for being here this morning, and we are going to take a really quick break, and we're going to come back with a young man, Michael Speziani, who's in the cast of the upcoming uh, tour of Sound of Music coming to the Palace and opening this Tuesday evening. So stay tuned for that. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your waist. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your waist. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And we are back with your palace, your place, and what a morning and it's been. <laughs> kind of a little zany, but that's what you yeah. expect from your palace, your place, fun and entertainment. So hopefully that's what you're, you're getting. Hope so. Um, and now we have a young man on, on, the, um, on the phone waiting to talk to us who is in the upcoming national tour of The Sound of Music coming to the Palace Theater and opening this Tuesday evening, March 7th. So I want to welcome Michael Spaziani. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, um, our pleasure. Thank you for getting up this early, first of all. Oh, of course. <laughs> I know. I know that an actor's life is sometimes like, oh, you know, we have to do these <laughs> press interviews. So, um, but Oh, we... it's not too bad. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yes, Spaziani is great, absolutely. Okay, well, with a name like Marcucci, I guess I can handle that. (laughs) Absolutely, we get a lot of that. Anyway, Michael, so uh, you have recently joined this tour, from what I understand, but you have a connection to Connecticut, so tell us first about that. Absolutely, so I actually, uh, I was a replacement, I joined uh, just in November, Um, the tour itself has actually been out uh, since fall of 2015, so... uh, a lot of these people have been around a little longer than I have, but I, uh, I graduated from the Hart School a couple of years ago. Um, so up in, uh, up in West Hartford, I did a uh, double major in voice performance and music management. And um, now I'm, I'm really excited to come back and get to be on uh, this side of things. Well, how exciting for you to be a part of such a wonderful production because not only, I mean, a lot of times tours are are wonderful in general. If you're an actor and you get a job, that's wonderful, right? Of course, yeah. All work is good work, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you get to work in this production with a, a, a renowned Broadway director, three-time Tony winner, Jack O'Brien. How is that process? Absolutely. It's it's so remarkable. And, I mean, of course, um, I, I wasn't lucky enough to get the six-week rehearsal process that uh, a lot of the actors who have been with it from the beginning did get to work with him. But uh, the creative team will come out periodically on the road. Um, to help put in new actors or to help maintain the integrity of the show. Um, so Jack was out with us, um, it must have been a, a, a month and a half ago, and it's just it's sensational just to listen to him and hear his perspective, because of course all of the people that helped me into the show are, are really just such amazingly talented people, but to really hear it, the way he puts it is just, it, it, it's so inspiring, and um, it, it really, it, you totally understand. Um, why he has the name that he has. It makes complete sense. 
you know, in in being able to be in a show like this and work under the direction of someone like that, who has that just that breadth of knowledge and experience and the mm. canon is for an actor that. Like you just said, it it's so inspiring, and I can only imagine um, how that infuses everybody's performances, their their excitement about doing this, being a part of this production. Yeah, it really, it really does, and especially you know this far into the process, like it has, like I said, it has been a, a good amount of time. So when he comes out, it really does just completely rejuvenate anything, um, any of the production that. You know, it, it, we're doing eight shows a week for some of them are on their, what, I think 18th month. So it, it's great. It really does kind of bring us back to uh, the beginning and, and and revisiting all the character choices and all of the relationship decisions that were made at the beginning and, and sometimes even developing them a little further when we're finding that we have new actors or um, new moments that develop. Because, of course, you find things over the course of the run. So over the course of a run this long there's so many new things to be found and it's really wonderful that he's that receptive to that uh one of the things that um i really appreciated when i got there i'm i'm in the male ensemble and then i'm also understudying the role of role right uh, yes. so um when i got there our our stage manager said to me you know um we're gonna have you watch the show the first thing i did was see the show which is just such a treat in and of itself um but he said you know there are certain things that have to be exactly the same when you go on for all but Jack O'Brien wanted to make sure that everyone has the liberty to really make it their own. So don't feel like you have to make all of your beats exactly the same. Don't feel like you have to really try and replicate the performance. You know, take the take the skeleton of it and then really make it what it needs to be for you. And, you know, if something's not working, we'll work it. But if he really wanted to give that freedom to cater it to each actor, which I thought was really, really wonderful. You don't always get lucky enough to hear that. Uh, my, Michael, this is um, Frank Tavera. Um, I'm, the pal- I'm the palace CEO. Hey, it's wonderful to have you here. Um, we look forward to seeing you here on Tuesday as well. Thanks so much. Can't wait. Um, the Sound of Music, I mean, it's just a classic piece, whether the movie, the musical, um, the uh, various productions, high school, community theater, et cetera, now national tour. How, we've, mm-hmm. how have you found like the audiences responding? Because so many people have certain expectations for the musical and, and the show that they remember. Um, and how do you, you know, the live presentation, how do you think, how do you find the audience is responding to any of the changes or just, um, you know, the piece in general? What are you finding? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is really interesting, and I was actually chatting with somebody about this the other day. One of the really cool things for me, um, this is my first national tour, um, and it's really interesting to see how different people in different places will react to certain parts of the show. Of course, like you said, it is, it is a classic, so a good percentage of our audience is very familiar with it. But there are some somewhat significant differences between the stage production and the movie. Um, so it's always interesting to see how people react with that. But um, even more so, it's just it's just very fascinating to see almost regionally um, the certain moments that will land. Sometimes you'll be in one city and this one line will get a laugh consistently. You'll go to another city and it has a much darker tone for whatever reason. It's just, it's, it's, very, it's very fascinating to see how that shifts. But generally, we've been very, very fortunate. It's it's a really well received production, and, and for good reason. It really, it really is stunning, and I'm, uh, I'm again very, very honored to be a part of it. 
and, and we're excited to have you, um, you know, The Sound of Music being the Connecticut premiere here um, in our venue. And when you walk through our doors, um, you'll be amazed at, you know, at, at what our venue looks like, the experience that you'll end up having, um, not only um, on stage, um, backstage, but the grandeur of our space just really lends itself to such a classic piece. So really looking forward oh, to you guys sure. loading in and, you know, and working it, working it for those um, eight performances throughout next week. Yeah, Mike, we can't wait to be there. Uh, Michael, you you just mentioned that you understudy Franz Gruber, um, uh, Ralph Gruber. I'm sorry, yeah. and um, you know that's the love interest to Lisa, and you do the the iconic um, number. I am 16, going on 17, <clears throat> and so. How is it for you, and as an understudy, you have to just be ready at a moment's notice, even in the middle of a performance, should something go wrong, you have to step into the role, is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's actually, this is my first time doing a really um, understudy in such a long production, so it's, it's definitely, it is interesting. So we'll rehearse um, every couple of weeks, but you, you know, you're up on it. It's, it's just like you said, you have to be completely ready. And, um, we have had that where actors have called out, not, not me at this point, but where some actors have, uh, called out mid show, you know, something happens and someone's got to be ready to go. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's not, for me, I haven't felt like it's as, as difficult as maybe it sounds on paper. Um, some of these people, like some of our swings who cover, you know, five or six different roles, um, to me, that's a much more overwhelming thing. Uh, Rolf, is, uh, I'm really so happy to get to do it. And I'm actually going to be performing um, both Saturday performances uh, in Waterbury. I'll be on for Rolf. Okay. So I'm um, really excited to do that. But um, but it, it, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's different. Um, and you know, occasionally, you know, I'm actually, I look pretty significantly different than our regular Rolf. So for something like that, mid-show would be a little <laughs> jarring for the audience, I think. But um, again, it's not something that happens uh, super regularly. That's, but, a, uh, that's the beauty of live theater. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, we our audience is there and we give them a lot of credit and they adapt and off we go. But, um, you, know, as, uh, you know, as in this case, uh, I had plenty of notice, so as I, as I can sit here and tell you about it. But um, it is. It is different. Um, we definitely have people that had to just jump in, and um, and you know they're all. We got a lot of pros on this tour, so it's it never, never always gone off without a hitch. Um, you're going to play those parts this weekend, um, mm-hmm. next weekend rather, and <clears throat> the part of uh, uh, Rolf Gruber. And I'm assuming because you studied at heart, you're going to have some uh, friends or family in those audiences. I sure hope so. Uh, no, I know my my folks are coming down. Uh, I'm originally from Nashville, New Hampshire, so uh, not not too far away. But you know, especially given the proximity of the tour, it's uh, relatively close. So, and I have uh, a number of people in New York City. So it'll be really wonderful to get to uh, get to feel at home a little bit and have some people come and see the show. And it just it times out very well that I can go on for Rolf. It'll be it'll be really nice. Fantastic. Well, for those of you who are intrigued listening to this interview with Michael Spaziani, um, you can also see him in person um, next Wednesday morning on Connecticut Connecticut Style on WTNH. He's going to be a guest along. Michael, I'm not sure if you even know this yet. (laughs) I found out last night. (laughs) Okay, good, because I found out last night, too. (laughs) And um, so um, that that uh, program is at 
9 o'clock. And uh, so you get a chance to see you in person. And, of course, you'll get a chance to see Michael's work in person when you come to see the performance at the Palace Theater in Waterbury beginning next Tuesday and running through March 12th. So you have lots of opportunities. Michael, you've been delightful. Again, Thank you so much for having me. And, and please, it's the pleasure is ours, and uh, we look forward to your performances all next week at the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thank you so much. And so, Frank, you know, we have um, a few more minutes before the show is over, and I wanted to test your oh, knowledge oh, okay. about right. <laughs> the sound of music. Um, so let me see what you know. Can you name this? There are there are seven um, children in the Von Trapp family. Okay. Okay. I want you only to name three of them. Oh, okay. That's, there's Liesl, of mm-hmm. course. There's Kurt. Um, and there's, is there Friedrich? Yes. There's a Friedrich. So keep going. Oh, my God. Lisa. Um... Um, no, and the cute little one in the end. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, got, I got good at those. Um, Begins with a G. Mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, uh, so that's, yeah, that's a cute one. All right, ding, 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 All right, that's as good as you get. Uh, there's a few more. There's okay. one with a B. Brit- Britta? No. Bridget, um, Bridget, um, Bridget, no, Brigitte. Yeah, Brigitte. Yes, yes. And then there's Lu- Luisa and Ma. What? Marta. Marta. Oh, Marta. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. hey, you did, did not okay. bad, not bad, not bad. <laughs> um, well, let me see. Do you know this one? Um, the Sound of Music, the film version, continues to be the most successful movie musical in history. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And it celebrated 51st Oh, that year? was my question. Ah, okay. What okay. anniversary yeah. 50, did it celebrate? 51. In 2015. Yeah. So, in yeah. 2000. Yeah. yeah. And um, who played Maria in The Sound of Music Live when it aired on NBC in 2000? 2013. That was Carrie Underwood for The Block. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? You are very Excellent. good. Yes, you yeah. are very good. Uh, let's see. One more. Who was the original? Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. What year was the original Broadway production of The Sound of Music and who played Maria? Okay. Maria. Mary Martin was Maria. Oh, I'm impressed. All right. The, um, this is way before my time, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea. I'm in 19... 19- 50-something. No? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, 1959. All right, close enough. Okay. okay, so you did, you you two know your sound of music I history. Do. Were you one of the families that on yes. Easter? You were in front yes. of the TV? <laughs> yes. Of course you Every were. Every year, we watch it. <laughs> and actually, that was, a, that was a tradition with my family, you know, with my family, as, as, as a child, we watched it um, when it came out. And then with our kids. Yeah. I mean, everyone, our, the, um, you know, the, th- the three kids, we all sat through it. And again, and you don't realize it's, it's, an, it's a long show. It's a long show. And you just want them to get out of the country at that point. Uh, but no, we, we did this one, and I would tell you that if, if need be, if, um, uh, if Michael Spaziani needs an understudy to his understudy, I could probably um, pick up a role here and there. <laughs> They're gone, says oh Rolf. I know You know, that part. a few years back, we had, we had you on. You were on stage in the Palace production that Tom Shoot directed, Headlines and Headliners, and I think, you know, something got turned on yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. You have... Yeah. You, you, I tell you all the time, you missed your quality. No, I did. I uh, sure I did. And I actually, when I would tell you, going back to Shakespeareans, that piece to doing, doing it with Hamlet, the pressure was on. You're doing Hamlet. Uh, and, and, and again, I think I'm relatively amusing, uh, but you had to take, uh, but you had to take that piece, piece very seriously. It was like yes. to be or not to yeah. be. It's not a yeah. funny piece. No. Uh, you know what 
what I could see you doing, and if if he's ever sick you, um, in NBC, if you're listening, you could you could f- fill in for Jimmy Fallon. I could see you doing oh, okay. that kind of work, right. Jimmy Fallon. If you're listening, we could tie him up in the closet, yeah. and then <laughs> there would be no problem. And one last thing, I do think I want to be sure that we talk about. Yesterday, you were in Hartford, and um, for a special reason, it was Arts Day at the Capitol, mm-hmm. and as part of that, one of our own locals was honored. Um, and got the Arts Hero Award from our yep. our arts region, and that was Lynette Letsky-Piambo. Yep, absolutely. It was a great event. I mean, I think when you look at where we are right now with arts funding, it was really important to get all the arts organizations together. Over 500 people were in attendance, Sherry. Um, and it was a really nice way for us to show the impact the arts have, both economically, artistically, on education, um, and really show the legislature in Hartford um, the importance of the arts and, and, and the good things that we do. Then part of that, which was new was that they've identified arts heroes within each kind of region. Um, and couldn't be more proud to have Lynette um, um, Piambo be our arts hero because Lynette has been kind of a stalwart fan of the arts. She's committed to the Mattituck, to the palace, working on public arts projects, working on that mural, the greetings mural that we have. Right, right. Um, you know, a lot of what we see in downtown is, you know, it goes um, with engagement and involvement from Lynette. And often enough unsung because yes. Lynette's there, she gets the work done and she's, right. uh, you know, um, wonderful in that way, but it was really nice to be able to have her recognized at the state level. I know we'll be recognizing some, recognizing her locally as well um, at some point, but a great award for uh, someone who has just been so committed to the community in a host of different ways. Can be happier for Lynette. Congratulations, congratulations to, her. to Lynette, of course. And we are going to recognize her locally. I think in uh, at the. Thomas Stone Opera House at an event our, yep. um, coming up in the end of March, I believe. Yeah, it well, is. I'm sure we'll talk about that when, when you invite me back. <laughs> if you invite me back, oh my God. <laughs> I, I I feel like I'm I'm like <laughs> in a headlock yeah. now. <laughs> Maybe I'll invite no, you back. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, Frank, Frank. Anyway, Frank, you're a delight, of mm-hmm. course. And that's why we all love to work for you. And uh, we have a good time getting it we done. Do. And uh, we've got our challenges ahead. We've got lots of good stuff coming down mm-hmm. the pike. You're going to be, not challenges in a bad way. I didn't yeah. mean that, but work to get oh, work. done. And we're going to be uh, in a couple of weeks. Announcing the season for next year, our Broadway season for next year. Um, so, I mean, so next week is a big week for us. Sound of Music. Um, Call the box office for tickets, 203-346-2000. First and foremost, of course, go on our website to see all the list of programming. But within about two weeks, we'll be announcing what's coming in for the following season. We've already teased Phantom of the Opera, which is going to be beautiful, grand. 16 performances in our in our wonderful building. That's exciting. The rest of the shows will be announced um, very shortly. And so our work just continues. It's we, just constantly moving it forward. It is constantly. So. And we still have a great season ahead. Of Absolutely. course, we have The Sound of Music all next week. And then after that, we have yeah. performances of the Broadway, Tony Award winning Broadway show um, once yep. in April. We have Girls Night the Musical at the end yep. of March. Um, we have yep. Annie in April. Um, it's a hard knock the, life for us, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we are busy, busy, busy. And then we have all of our fundraising activities. Absolutely. Palace 10.2 is on sale now. The Party of Lovely. Parties. Absolutely. You don't want to miss it. You've heard about it. You haven't come. You need to come this year because don't be the one that says, oh man, I missed all that fun. We just love being a part of the Waterbury community and hope that you've gotten uh, some laughs this morning and gotten some information, learned about a great organization, Shakespeare's. And if you want to know more, go to our website, palacetherct.org. We 
couldn't be happy to be a part of the Waterbury landscape and part of uh, WATR. And this weekend, remember to do something you love with someone you love. Stay tuned for your local news and Steve Knoxon with Talk of the Town coming up next. See you next time. See you. Bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place.